Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, and welcome to Everything is Fine, a podcast for women over 40. We are your hosts. I'm Kim France. And I'm Jen Romolini, kind of with like a hair in my mouth. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. All of a sudden, things got very weird. Um, I know. I didn't know what to think. <laughs> we have so much to discuss today. We have so much to discuss. Before we get into it, I just want to say... Um, we are sprucing up our Patreon. This is our housekeeping. We are sprucing up our Patreon. I am changing it so you can um, pay whatever you want. And this is really the best way to support the show. But we're going to be sprucing it up and adding some new features, some new blogs, some new recommendations. The recommendations we give on the podcast every week, we're going to start moving some of that onto the Patreon and, and adding so you'll even get more wonderful recommendations. And we're going to try to make it like a little tiny mini micro magazine over there. So it's patreon.com backslash everything is fine if you want to join. All right. So we have a million <laughs> things to talk about. I don't even know where to begin. Um, you're married. You're a wife. <laughs> I am married. I'm a wife and a stepmother. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh my I know. God. It's, it's a whole fucking thing. We, I went and did it. We went and did it. We got married. And it was... It was a really, I mean, I was the way I get whenever I'm the host of something, which is like highly anxious and worried that I'm not going to get to talk to everyone and all of that. You know, the kind of tension you feel when you're throwing a party. Yep. But um, I was able to also really enjoy it after a while. Good. And like it was, it felt like the, the ceremony felt meaningful and the party felt fun. And like, I've seen some pictures and just like the affection in the eyes of all the people who were there was so great. It just made me, it made me feel really good. And also like, there were people who I wanted to have meet, you know, and yeah. I was very stressed out about that. Like, I really wanted you to meet my aunt, my friend, Anne. Oh, I love um, Anne. I love Anne. You were right about that. I loved Anne. Yes, I continue. knew you guys would like each other. You have things in common and you're, I mean, not that you're exactly alike at all, but she's just super cool. And I knew you'd like each other. And then you did like each other. And, you know, some of this, you know, Paul's students were there and they kind of mixed with my nephews and the other teenagers who were there. And it just, it felt really nice. It felt really nice. There was one thing and I'm hesitant to bring it up. 
Are, if you want, oh, no. <laughs> you know what it is though. I do know what it is. Um, okay. Well, let me just say from my perspective, it was a lovely wedding. It was like a lovely low key wedding. It was the perfect size. It was intimate. It was filled with love. It was not stressful at all. And I am a person who gets highly anxious as a guest of anything and having mm-hmm. to talk to a lot of people. Everybody there was wonderful. Your sister-in-law did an incredible job at um, officiating the the the, cer- the the ceremony was so beautiful. I was weeping. I was weeping so much that I had makeup in my eyes. Oh my it God. was so lovely, Kim. It was. I'm so glad that you chose to share that with us. It was it was really touching, and I could really see how happy you are. And it made me so, so happy. What a beautiful night. Like that was it. Like, I didn't care what else happened after that. When I saw you get married, Mm -hmm. I was like, yes, this is fucking great. It was nice. The ceremony was lovely. Shereen did such a good job. She really did. Officiating. And she was so nervous about it. She was more nervous than we were, but she did a beautiful job and, you know, said really nice things about me and Paul. And that's always nice too. That is nice. So there, there, everything was perfect. The food was delicious. The drinks <laughs> were delicious. It was, it was a nice space to be in. Um, there was one thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I get to my mom's house where the wedding was at about three o'clock in the afternoon. And the first thing I see when I walk into her front hallway is something on a podium that's covered in a sheet with a sign on it that says, do not touch. <laughs> Breakable. And I'm like, mom, this is the first thing people are going to see when they walk in the door. You got to move this. What is it? She's like, it, we can't move it. Oh, we should say it was at your mom's house. Okay. It was yes. At, the wedding was at my wedding. Yes. Okay. Continue. The wedding was at my mom's apartment. Yes. And so I was like, and then my sister-in-law, Shereen, was, I was like, Shereen, just tell me what it is. She's like, you're just going to have to wait. So then, and this is one of the reasons why I married Paul Green. Paul Green comes into the room where I'm getting my makeup done. And I'm like, honey, what is underneath that thing? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, it's a pink and purple neon sign that says, and so it begins. <laughs> my, which my mother got as a gift for me, which she was very excited about. And I adore my mother. And as it, But it was like one of those moments when like, I had taken some care to make sure a certain taste level was reached for this party and that we, you know, nothing went below that. An aesthetic, well, an aesthetic, let's just say you had a, you had a specific aesthetic. Let's say that. Let's not talk about taste levels or quantify. (laughs) I had a specific aesthetic in mind. It did not involve pink and purple neon signs that say, and so it begins. Okay. And it also, as soon as you walked in, it as was soon there, as you walk in. and it was not small. It is not it a not small gift. Also, it's a thing you're supposed to then bring into your home your later. Home. <laughs> your home, right? So I, I was like, okay, okay, Kim, like, what are you going to do about this? And I was like, I'm going to let it go. Yep. I'm going to let it go. Everybody who walks into the party is going to see that first. And they're obviously going to think it's a decision I made. <laughs> and that, and I was like, Romolini, how bad is it? And you were like, you know exactly how bad it is. I told you it turned it into like an 80s movie. Like it became <laughs> like an 80s like club. Like it had that vibe. It had like that pink, purple 80s vibe. It, yeah. it could have, that could have been a decision. It did not, it actually did not bother me. It was an interesting choice for you to have made, but once I understood that it was your mother had made it, it didn't bother me at all. It really reminded me of like 80s New York. I was like, I oh, this it. is like bright lights, big city. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> no. Well, and some people said, oh, it made me feel like I was entering a club the minute I entered the yes, apartment. Yes, yes. Whatever. It, so it, but it was like this moment where, because if there is one person I will come down on with glee, yes. it is my mother. Yes. It yes. is my mother. And uh, is on it my, for all of us? Yes. Yes. And, and on my wedding day to have something like that happen that like totally takes like something out of my control. Yep. And I was just like, you know what? Your mom is really nice, Kim. Yep. You got yep. a quality mom. You got to just let this one go. So I did, except for talking about it here. Except for talking about it here. And then the, the best thing was, it was the very end of the night. I, I wouldn't leave. I would not leave your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and you, me, and Paul. Also, I love Paul. I love Paul. I never <laughs> really spent that much time with Paul. But like, also, the three of us talking about this sign was one of the delights of my entire <laughs> week. <laughs> Because it was like his panic about you. And it was just like the story was unrolling. And he was like, you guys can't talk about this on the podcast. And I was like, Paul, (laughs) (laughs) we can't, we can't, we can't pass up content that good. Exactly. We don't have that choice. Exactly. Sorry. Um, It was really, really funny and really sweet. And, um, but let me just, let me just reiterate. It's a large sign. It is a large sign. It really uh, is. And, and you know, I love my mom for being the type of person who thought that was a great idea. I do too. I do too. I really, I need it to be in your home. I need it to just be <laughs> big and bold in your home. I need to see it behind you when I'm podcasting with you every week. And you were a celebrity of the, of the wedding, I would say. Many people were very excited to meet you. A lot of people wanted to talk about the podcast, which felt really, really, really nice. Um, and I I did my best. I did not drink at your wedding until the end. I don't know if you know that. I was I like, didn't notice that. I was like, I cannot be sloppy at this wedding. Like, this is not a lot. Like, I just cannot fuck this up in any way. <laughs> like, I have in I have been a terrible, not a terrible wedding guest, but just a boisterous wedding guest. Well, you uh, fell down once, once you were at a wedding, right? You really hurt yourself at a wedding. Yeah, I knocked out all my teeth at a wedding once, actually. That's right. Um, so now I have weird teeth. Um, but uh and actually, it was giving an unsolicited speech at a wedding, which I did at your wedding as well. Like, I, <laughs> I told Alex and he was like, again? <laughs> it was very acceptable. It was highly, it was very sweet of you. I just wanted to say a few words. <laughs> like, I just, um, but uh, but no, people really wanted to talk about the podcast, which was so sweet. They're like so happy for you and happy that we do this podcast and that. I mean, the other part of the week was the podcast. We did a live show, which was just crazy to start the week with a live show and end the week with your wedding. It was just wild. It was and- a lot. It was a lot to be on display. And I was already feeling, I was so frenetic by then. I said this in the live episode, but the morning I woke up of the live episode, I was like, wait, which thing is today? Which really important big thing is today? But it was so fun. It was really like you and I were as stressed as we've ever been, (laughs) as stressed as we've ever been together, like making each other more stressful. Oh my God. Thank God for Kimberly Harrington being like the comic relief because you and I were just buzzing because- (laughs) I think we figured out in the green room that we had not thought it thought out how we were going to do this show. Like we had not really, we didn't have a producer. It's crazy to me that we were just like, yeah, we'll get on stage and it'll be okay. We'll just talk. We'll have these people come. And then, but then it was okay. It really was was okay. okay. It was okay. I just, I want to say again, thank you to 
every single person who came to that show, who live streamed that show, who DM'd us afterwards, who came to drinks with us afterwards. That was really not just a highlight of my week, but like a highlight of my life to see everybody, to see the community of this show in real life was was really touching to me and meant a lot to me. And it, it made me really feel proud of this podcast. And it made me think about it in kind of a different way. Like, oh, this is meaningful. Like, I never think about it like that. No, it's really nice. And it's nice when people talk about it, when they talked about the live episode afterward, saying mm-hmm. how much they felt like there was a community and how much they really value the community. Absolutely. And that just, you know, it's like I always say to you, this is a gift. It's just it a is. gift. It is a gift. And we're going to do another one in LA. So watch out for that date. I need to find and, a place. Yes. And go. And in LA. And in LA. And also maybe um, at the at the t- um, live taping, there was this adorable woman from Denmark who was moving to New York and moved to New York two weeks early so she could be at the live taping. Oh. And she explained to us that there's a very popular podcaster in Denmark who's obsessed with everything is fine and talks about it all the time. So we're like huge in Denmark. So I'm really pulling for a live taping there too. Copenhagen, man, Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. That's that's where we're going next. Um, but yes, but to be more simple, we'll probably come to LA first. Yes, um, yes. Um, yeah, and then the craziest thing happened to me. I was walking. So I had this, I had this very magical New York week. I could not, I mean- could not have had a better weather week. Saw so many of the people in my life that are close to me. You know, went to Gage and Tolner ultimately and saw my friend Sinjin at his amazing restaurant. Like, just did a lot of like very magical, special things. And I'm walking through the West Village with my oldest friend, Julie, who I've been friends with since I was like 14 years old. And we are walking through the West Village, just chatting it up. I'm kind of hungover. And a very nice woman came up to me, recognized me from Everything is Fine. And I was like, are, "Am I? did I just get stopped like a celebrity? Anyway, Ali, mm-hmm. you made my day. Thank you so much for that. That made my day. I was also like, ah, I hope I'm not being too awkward. But it was it was an it was an incredible week in New York. I really I, I rode a bike everywhere. I felt very like rejuvenated and had a lot of martinis. And you know, go figure. Now I'm back in real life, and I'm like, oh, real life. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> you had a quality week. I had a quality week. Are you feeling? Because I'm feeling from after that week, after the show, after everything, I'm feeling like a postpartum funk a little bit because also I have a big project. Like I have, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I think I would be feeling more that way. We came out to Sag Harbor, which is where I am now, for a few days after the wedding. And I think if I had just gone back to work instead, yeah. if I had just decided, okay, back to the grindstone Monday morning, then I would yeah. have been kind of postpartum. Yeah. I I feel like it like I'm I'm happy the live event is over because it was so awesome and so fun. Yeah. And, and 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 you know, but it was stressful. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy the wedding is over because now I'm married to Paul. So that's really nice. It's so great. It's and so I got him. Great. I don't know if you noticed his tie. He was wearing an amazing tie I bought for him. I just did notice his tie yesterday. I was looking at a picture of the <laughs> wedding and I was like, oh my God, what is that tie? What is the tie? It's a Paul Smith tie. I got it on Mr. Porter, which is the men's version of Net-A-Porte. Yep. Yep. And it has tiny little flowers on it. That, you know, they don't read like flowers until you're really close, but it went really well. And my mom got him a, you know, a boutonniere and 
it was very sweet. I mean, Paul wears the same thing every day. And when I say he wears the same thing every day, I mean different versions of the same thing. Right, like right, right. Blue jeans, black polo shirt, suit jacket or hoodie, depending on the formality of the event, or suit jacket <laughs> and hoodie if it's cold. That's what he wears every single day. And when I was getting my makeup done, he was getting changed. And he walked in and he was wearing his suit and his tie and he had his boutonniere on his jacket and he just was beaming. And it was just, it was, it felt, you know, it felt special. It felt like a, like, and you know, the other thing about it, I think everybody was in a good mood that night because they were psyched to be at a party. Yes. 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 Being together at a party. Absolutely. It was fun to be at a party. It's fun. It's fun to be in public again. Like I keep being like, oh, COVID, but it's fun to just be out and just be with people and like be, you know, just be near p- other people's skin. It's it's yep. really nice. No, it's nice and to be like, oh, I'll talk to this awesome person in a while, for a while. And then yes. look, there's that awesome person and that awesome person. I also loved meeting your family. Like, I, I want to go back to that. Like, it was really cool for me. I've known you for a long time and I've never met your brothers. Yeah. And I got to meet them twice because everybody came to the live show too. Yeah. It was really, it gave me like a new context for you, which is always, it's always fun to see your friend in a different context, you know, and Mm -hmm. also just like understand you better. Like I really felt like after at the end of that wedding, at the end of the week, I felt like I understood you so much better too, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's fun to, I love watching family dynamics. There's nothing I, there's nothing I love more than like watching family dynamics, Mm -hmm. like getting to know my friends, brothers, parents, just like figuring it all out. I love it. I love it. So that yeah, was special it can be to me. fascinating. It can be yeah. fascinating. That's for yeah. sure. That's for sure. No, I've never met your siblings. I've just only heard stories. No, a bunch of my friends um, in LA met my sister a couple of weeks ago for my birthday. And um, it was no, because we don't have events like this anymore where you just meet family, you know? So for my yeah. 50th birthday, I went away with a couple of girlfriends from LA and, and my sister, um, and everybody got to meet my sister and was like, oh, wow, your sister is this, your sister. I understand your sister now. Like, I understand you mm-hmm. better because I can see you through the eyes of your sister and the dynamic with your sister too makes me understand you better. It's just a, yeah. it's just a thing, you know? There was a woman at the wedding, Maris, who is um, married to my cousin, John. Mm-hmm. And her mother, her mother was an artist in Philadelphia, um, taught mm-hmm. at Penn and died very recently. And the photograph of her mother that ran in the, Penn, in the Philly paper was so intense. I was like, oh, now I understand Maris. Oh God. I, I'm so sad because I, I want to, and I know that people are not going to weddings every week. And I know that like all of my friends that I saw in New York last week, like showed up and I wouldn't necessarily see them every week, but I am, I'm again, so sad to be removed from a life that I love so much. And so many people that I love, like I saw you Sunday. I didn't see you again during the week, which I would have, but you weren't feeling that well. And it was a stressful week for you, but I saw lots of friends and it felt there was an immediacy and there was like an aliveness about seeing them and a connection that I just don't have here. I'm incredibly lonely in my day-to-day life. And I'm now like, oh, great. Now I'm back in this. And I don't know how to replicate that here because I was clearly on vacation. And so people like made the time for me and like we spent like long dinners together, you know, or like long afternoons, just like chatting and, and, 
but I just felt so connected and I miss that feeling of connection. You know, like yeah. I saw Lori Leibovich for a walk. We went for a, mm -hmm. I went on one of Lori Leibovich's famous walks in the park, you know, like I just felt great. And I, I just don't have that. I don't know if it's, it's the volume of people in LA or if it's what New York, the immediacy of New York, I just, anyway, I'd like to recreate that in my life. But of course it's also easier when you don't have the responsibilities of, you know, childcare and like a husband and all the shit in my, and work and all the yeah, shit of I mean, my regular life. Yeah. Adult life, adult life makes it hard to sustain, you know, adult life after the age of 40, especially makes it very hard to sustain and maintain friendships. It just does. I know. I know. You know, you have to really, you have to really try, you know, and, and, you know, I mean, I would say that like, a lot of the friendships I felt like slipped came back during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because we had the time and the, you know, wherewithal to reconnect. I'm feeling like very much, and this is not to say that I want to rush my child's childhood, but I am feeling very much like in five years, my child will be 18 and will be in college or at home, but be more independent than they are now. And I am feeling like a craving for the other side of my independent life again, mm -hmm. um, which sounds so selfish. And I know that sounds selfish and I'm totally a dedicated parent. So I, I want to just make sure I'm saying that, but I miss just being a person in the world. Yeah. What you're saying is not radical. I mean, yeah. and that's nothing to be ashamed of. It, yeah. I, and I hear women talk about it all the time. I hear my friends who are parents talk all the time about when their kids are 18. Yeah. I just want to, um, I want to be able to like travel with my friends again. Like I'm so, I, I think that I undervalued female friendship for so much of my life. And I think now in the last like five years, I'm just like, oh, that's one of the only thing that matters to me. The only things that matter to me is like my female friends are incredible. They're all mm -hmm. in their forties and fifties. They're all like interesting and engaging. And even their like challenges are interesting to me. And our relationships are so close and nourishing and invigorating. And, and, there's, just, and when yeah. you have that much, you finally at this age, you start having meaningful history with people. Yes. 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 And like of all, of all stripes, you know, and just like mm -hmm. sort of like helping guide each other through all of these weird like marriages and career crises. And like, I just, I love it. I'm so yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like a friendship nerd now. Like, it's <laughs> like, I'm really happy about it. And I, I just want to get better and better at it and, and make it a bigger part of my life. So that's what I've been. That's sort of my takeaway from the week. Yeah, no, it was a, it was, it was, it was a great week. I think we, but I mean, I got, I got really sick. I, I thought I was going to vomit every morning when I woke up for like I know. the entire week before the wedding. It's so fucked up. I mean, it was certainly, it, it was absolutely like a classic wet. I mean, and nothing bad, but just, I think this is what happens before we get married. I think it was wedding jitters. It was a, it was a, cause I you're fine. You're fine now, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. And I woke up the day of the wedding fine. Yeah. Like, Every morning I was like, oh my God, I can't get out of bed. I'm going to throw up. It was just, it was crazy. No, we didn't, we didn't record. We didn't record last week. We, we were going to record in person and we didn't because you were sick. Um, no, I know. And, and that is crazy. And it's crazy with the body, how the body just like, is like, Hey, something's going on here. Yeah, really. <laughs> Something's up. There's, I smell a marriage license somewhere nearby. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, what else is happening with you? 
I don't know. I've just been resting. I have been watching three of my favorite shows are back on. Okay. Tell me, tell me all of them. <laughs> okay. Succession. Oh, duh. Ted Lasso, Yellow Jackets. Mm. I'm so happy. I have three destination television shows a week now, right now. I gave up on Yellow Jackets. Why? Because I was afraid that it's going south. I was. I watched the. I wa- watched the first episode of season two, and I was like, I think this show's best days are behind it. I had. I just had a sinking feeling, and that by continuing to watch it, I would. It would ruin all of the good feelings I had about it. Is this Fair the enough. case? Maybe it's not the case. Is it good? I don't think it's as good as the first season, but it has some pretty, I mean, every episode has a few things that I think are really great. Good. Okay. All right. Well, maybe I'll get back in, but Succession, we haven't talked about this and massive spoilers, but I'm sure this has been ruined for people, but skip ahead yeah. the next five minutes. I was in New York. The the well, It was the night of our live show, This the big Succession episode. And I knew that I was like, I woke up at eight in the morning and watched it in the hotel room the next day. Cause I was like, I don't want to be spoiled. I don't want to be spoiled for this giant episode of succession, but I cannot believe that they spoiler, 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 that they killed Logan Roy. I can't believe it. I think it was so genius that they killed him so early in the season. So do I, but I still, can't. he was going to die. He was going to die this season. He would have to. Right. But, um, and I'm thrilled because now that he's dead, Marsha is back. Marsha, who was one of my favorite characters. I love Marsha. I love Marsha. Had one of the most incredible, evil, <laughs> nasty lines in the episode when, when the Carrie shows up, the woman that Logan had been sleeping with, yep. the assistant. Um, you know, they, they come and get her stuff and she drops it on the floor and it's just like the worst, most humiliating scene. And then they make her go out the back and Marcia says, we have called her a taxi to take her to the subway, to take her to her little apartment. Oh, it's, it's so, it's just so bitey. It's just like <laughs> a taxi to the subway. Oh, oh, to her small apartment or whatever it is, whatever it was. Oh my God. Yeah. That, I mean, look, there are so many lines I loved. I loved when they broke down for Tom, why he will never be in charge of the company. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Tom is like, poor Tom has, is nobody is in his corner. Nobody's. And Greg, they are just like, they're just like gone. They're just like on their own. It's, but everybody has been crushing it on this show. The acting. I mean, it's just, uh, I can't, I, I, and I'm glad it's, as, as I discussed with you, I think a couple of weeks ago, I'm glad it's ending because it's getting to maintain this high level of excellence and intensity because it's not drawing out a plot. Now it's just like plot, 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 yeah. you know, and it's exciting and we're moving and the, the dialogue is like matching the action. And it's, you know, this is what, this is what you want out of television. You want it to end. And similarly, I think Ted Lasso is really good this season because it's also ending. Yeah. And then sometimes I still watch Grey's Anatomy, which I cannot believe I still watch. It is just like Grey's Anatomy, every main character, including Grey, Meredith Grey, is gone from the show. It is just like a weekend of Bernie's, just like, (laughs) (laughs) like, I can't, and I can't stop watching it because it goes down so easy. It's your blankie. It is. It is. It is. It is a blankie. It is absolutely a blankie. Um, yeah, so that's what that's that was my week. It was the best week in the world. I had my travel tea kettle, so like in the morning I could just have tea in my room and didn't need to go downstairs. Best thing I ever bought. Um, and then the other thing I bought this week, 
And I bought this for our live show, like a couple of minutes before I went to Bigelow, like an hour before. And I got a tinted moisturizer from Dr. Hauschka, which is now my biggest makeup trick in the world. It really? just gives you a completely clear complexion. It was like the best. And it gives you a little bit of like a tan glow. It's, it's, the, it's the best one of those I've ever, I've, I've come across. Well, I bought a beauty product a couple of days ago out here in Sag Harbor. Please tell me. Um, I don't know if I'm going to identify it because I'm not sure how I feel about it yet, but I went to the um, Goop store. There's a Goop store in Sag Harbor. Oh, of course there and is. I, I went there because I had un, I, it was my understanding that they sold Jones Road Beauty, Bobby Brown's natural beauty line. Yes. So yes. I, went, I went there to go look for the Jones Road mascara. Yep. And they didn't sell Jones Road anymore, but they had this makeup artist stuff. And um, I bought a $64 mascara. Okay. All right. I mean, you know, it happens. I bought a $64 mascara that comes in its own dusk bag. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I swear to God, this mascara came with a dust bag. Oh my God. Is it wrapped in gold? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was. And I, so far, it just seems like nothing I couldn't get at the drugstore. But I did buy, I, I was like, if it's $64, it must be amazing. I'm such a sucker. Well, that's how they get you. I mean, look, the Jones Road mascara is the best mascara now. It's even better than all of those mascaras that are like, that have porny names, like better than sex or whatever they are. Yeah. They, don't they have porny? There's like a couple of them. They, um, but I think Jones Road is the is the is the only good mascara in my opinion. Oh, you know what else I got this week, which I did not think was the thing I would get? I put rollers in my hair a couple of times. Did you? Big rollers just at the top to give me some crown volume. Cause I was alone, right? So I was alone in a hotel room and I was like, oh, I could do anything I want. Like this is the fucking best. So I just put like these big rollers at the crown of my head and just like blew it dry with a little of the hair story lift uh, spray. Mm -hmm. And it gave my hair so much body. And it was kind of nice to like have rollers. I never, I never use anything like that, but it was, they actually really worked. They have these Velcro rollers. You don't have to do anything to them. You just literally like wrap your hair around them. They just stay. And the very wide ones don't give you like any kind of curly cue, just give you volume. Yeah. 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 I'm going to try that because I have extensions everywhere, but on the very top of my head. Yep. And so it, it looks weird. Like I look sometimes like one of those monks with like, Yes. You know what I yes, mean? Yes. I do know what you mean. The thing is, is like, I feel like as you get older and this is, there's nothing scientific about this and it doesn't mean anything. I, I just feel like I'm starting to get like a little bit of a shrunken head. Like I need, like, I want volume. I want big yep. hair. Let's take a quick break from some ads. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Support for Everything is Fine comes from Ritual. So I love Ritual. Everyone knows I love Ritual. I talk about Ritual all the time. I particularly love its daily, their daily multivitamin. And I also really have been enjoying their melatonin. But the thing I love most about Ritual is their Hyacera. It's a once daily skin supplement that's clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. In a clinical study, Hyacera led to 3.6 times reduction in crow's feet wrinkles within 90 days as compared to a placebo. Hyacera led to 2.9 times increase in skin smoothness within 90 days as compared to a placebo. You can enhance your skincare routine from the inside out with one daily capsule essenced with soothing vanilla. I love Hyacera. It's been rigorously tested and validated. It's one of the industry leading sustainability. It, it meets, sorry, all of the industry leading sustainability standards. You know, I'm a beauty editor now. I am all about keeping my face plump and Hyacera absolutely has done that for me. I've been on it for months. I don't even know how long and I can really see a difference in the texture of my skin. My skin looks more juicy, I guess is the best way to do it. Say it, do it. Ah. Okay. So you can start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash fine. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription to get today. That's ritual.com slash fine for 25% off. And we're back. The other thing I saw this week that is, is relevant to aging. Did you see that fucking cool sculpting story in the news? I saw it. I didn't read it because I, I figured it just said stuff. I knew, you know, that it was the Linda Evangelista story with other people. It's so much worse. Really? So cool sculpting said, so that, okay. So let me back up. Cool sculpting is a, a plastic surgery procedure. We've both actually had, right. I mean, I don't know if you've had it. I I've, it. I've had yeah. it. I've had it. I had it. It's on not my plastic channel. surgery though. It's, it's like, it's not invasive. No, it's not invasive. They like strap a weird thing to you and they freeze the fat on this place. And I actually got kind of rooked into it. Like I was already there and they were like, Oh, let's do this. And, and anyway, it was a long time ago. I wrote an essay about it. Doesn't matter. And it freezes the fat and then the fat cells are supposed to just dissolve into your body. And it's very strange. And I, I still can't believe I did it. It left like a huge bruise. It was, it was super painful, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so a lot of people get this all over their bodies. They get it on their arms, they get it on their thighs, their asses, their stomachs, including Linda Evangelista, who had this big case last year and said that she was, her body was deformed from it. I mean, I'm like, honestly, like she didn't look that weird, but it, her arm did look like a horn was growing out of it. Like, I mean, let's, mm -hmm. let's be honest. Okay. So cool sculpting, the company who puts them out, I'm forgetting who it is, said this was only like a 0.3% like this, they only happen in 0.3% of cases. Right. Turns out it happens in like 30% of cases. Uh-huh. And wait, it's so fucked up. It's underreported. It might even be more. It's underreported because women- are ashamed. Women think that they just ate too much. 
So what happens Ugh. is you get it on your stomach and then you can never get rid of that stomach fat because it grows into a different kind of fat. And women are thinking there's all this shame around it. Like, oh, I got this done and then I just ate so much and now my stuff, like it's not your fault. But then here's the most fucked up thing about it. I'm obsessed with this story. A lot of the ways it sort of deformed people's bodies required surgery. So the cool sculpting company was paying for the surgeries, but then making these women sign NDAs. Oh, that is so fucked up. So there are so many cases out there that we don't even know about. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. I can't believe I did that in retrospect. Me neither. That's what I'm saying. I can't believe it. You go. But yes. No, no. I mean, that's just how I feel. Like, you know, I thought, okay, here's this procedure. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. I'll take the chance. But I never worried about like growing horns on my arm. I got it on my chin and I had never even thought about my chin, but I was in this one plastic surgeon's office, this dermatologist's office, quotes, famous one in LA. And she was like, oh, you have to do this. You have a perfect ball of fat under your chin. You have like, you should really, you'll never not have a double chin. And like, I can't believe I didn't even think about it. I was just so, she made me feel so self-conscious about my face, a thing I had never really thought of. And I did it. Because it wasn't even like, the thing is, it also wasn't that expensive, right? It was like, oh, it's a $500 add-on to whatever else you're getting your Botox today. And I was like, okay, fine. And then cut to me in like a huge bandage, like around my head, looking like an old timey, like toothache person, you know, (laughs) like like with a vacuum, like it was horrible. (laughs) No, I know. Like, oh God, I I know, I know, I know. But anyway, I read that story and I was like, shit like really have to be more cautious about this vanity getting older. Cause this is, this shit is wild. Yeah. You can really fuck up. Yeah. You, you can, can really, really fuck up. No, it's true. You know, and I like, you know, I, I, I've recently, like, I don't, I used to have a pretty sharp jawline. Yeah. You know, I don't have a sharp jawline anymore. Like yeah. the wedding photos that I've seen, I have like 50 chins, you know, I but haven't seen that, but yes. What are you going to do? You know? What are you, what are you going to do? Like jolly, like, what are you going to do? Like that, like when you really start thinking about it, cause we talked about Kybella, like when you really start thinking about these weird fucking things that have not been tested for very long that are just coming out and people are like, Oh God, please just get rid of this. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh God, no, just self-love, self-love. Come on, come on, yeah. come on. Um, acceptance, acceptance. Um, yeah, that's all. Um, well, yesterday in town, I bought a pair of clogs by the only company whose clogs I can wear anymore. Okay. Whom? Which is, it's actually a company, I believe they're from Denmark and they're called Magnified, but it's M-A-G-N-A-F-I-E-D. Okay. And they make these clogs and they have wooden soles, but they have little rubber inserts right at the ball of the foot so that the sole moves. Okay. 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 So, so it's not so clubs. tight. Oh, that's great. What color? Um, I got very like sort of a dove gray. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I'm getting to look, you know, tour is not very far off summer tour and it's in Europe this year. Oh, that's going to be so fun. So I'm a little more like, I'm trying to put together like one suitcase for almost three weeks full of things I'll just wear endlessly instead of bringing more than that. I have to say, I got that um, I got that H and M dress last year, that black button down shirt dress from H and M, and it has like a little cinch at the waist that you can cinch or you can loosen it mm-hmm. up. I wore it like four times. 
I was, while I was in New York, it was such a good, like, that's all you kind of need is like, you know, one or two like really good versatile dresses that you can, that you can dress up, dress down, you can wear with Birkenstocks, you can wear Like I wore these with a pair of higher heels, you know, for a night out. And I had a really, I mean, I packed, I had to pack, I had to, I had to check this time. I was very sad about having to check, but it was like, I have a costume for a fucking (laughs) stage and I have a wedding outfit. I had four pairs of shoes. Like it was impossible, but there's a, you know what, even though it is a pain in the ass to not just leave the airport as soon as you land, there is a real freedom in checking your bag. There's a freedom in checking your bag because what that means is that you can really pick, you can have a lot of options. I had a lot mm-hmm. of options. And if I don't have a lot of options, I will buy something when I'm in a city, yep, yep. you know? And then, then it's like, well, is it worth the check bag cost for then your, or, or if not, you're going to spend $300 on, oh, I don't actually have anything that makes me feel good. I need to buy a new travel shirt, you know? And do you, are and like me, do you buy really weird things oh, when you're God. out of town? I mean, this time, even though I did check, look, I had not expected it to be 85 degrees. Okay. <laughs> so by the end of the week in New York, I was meeting with my editor. Hi, Kate. I love you. I was meeting my, I was ha- meeting my editor for the first time for dinner on Friday night. I had sweated through all of my clothes. Everything was <laughs> stinky. Like I had been there for eight days. I was like, and it was hot. So I went out and I bought a bright blue pair of culottes. <laughs> to chew and a um like a plaid same color blue like peacock blue plaid check uh button down linen shirt it was very comfortable it was a cute outfit i wore it with a little scarf i've been wearing scarves a lot because that's my new neck thing instead of turtlenecks <laughs> is a little um a little tie around the neck um, a little kerchief a little kerchief it's my thing um and i'll talk about who makes good ones in another episode but uh I had such a cute outfit and I looked at it when I brought it home and I was like, I will never wear this again. <laughs> like this is a crazy thing I bought. Because when you're, when, I mean, there are certain stores that you walk into them and they, their vibe is so strong that it immediately converts you and you end up buying things that you would never buy that are so off your wavelength. And it happens even more when you're traveling. Yes. Yes. Well, cause you're a different lady. You're like, oh, I'm yeah. a lady. I'm a lady who walks around like this. Like this <laughs> in my day-to-day life, I wear the same sneaker. I wear the exact same thing every, like, it's not, it's only when I'm traveling that it's, that style is exciting to me. And, and, and I do have to point out, um, your outfit for the wedding was spectacular. Thank you. Thank you for seeing me. I, I did. I really put a lot of thought into that. And then I had eaten so much that week that I could barely, it zipped. It looked, <laughs> it looked comfortable, but it was not, I could barely zip up the pants. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. I had to leave them kind of unzipped and like pull that top part of it over, but, um, I made, I made it through. Um, no, it was, <laughs> it was fun to be dressed up. Your dress was amazing. Oh, your dress, the dress was, was nice. So good. Maria, Maria Cornejo. She, she, it's a beautiful dress. And it, you know, at the last minute, a week before the wedding, I decided I didn't want to, I, I didn't want to wear the dress I was supposed to wear. Yeah. 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 So Maria Cornejo has been my favorite designer forever. I don't know why I didn't just do it at the beginning, but I just walked into the store and I was like, I want the blah, blah dress. And they were like, okay. And I tried it on and it was fine. It was, it was, it was great. It was more than fine. It was perfect for you. It was like, it was, how great was my hair? 
Your hair was fantastic, but also your makeup was great. The makeup, yes. This wo- this woman, Wei Lang, who used to do our makeup at Lucky a lot, did it, and she was she did an amazing job. No, at some point I looked over at you and I was like, whoa, your lashes are amazing. <laughs> false lashes. Yes, yeah. I had on false lashes. And one of them started falling out, like Andrea Lynette, of course, is the person who walks into the party early and is like, your eyelashes falling off. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. So Walden, my step my stepson... <laughs> Went to the store and got me lash glue. And then one of the girls, one of Paul's students, Sophie, glued my lash back on. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, I also loved Walton. He was amazing. I, yeah, you're a stepmother now. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty funny. It's it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Um, should we try to read some listener questions? Okay, let's do some questions. I don't know. I, I mean, I also I don't know what else I have in terms of uh, chatting. We're almost we're almost at forty. I mean, we're at forty five minutes, but we I think we have a couple of questions. Here's one: How have you maintained your friendship over the years, living on opposite coasts? Um, this podcast, yeah, <laughs> imperfectly, and then this podcast, exactly, imperfectly, and then this podcast. Although, if we didn't do this podcast, I would want to talk to you all the time. Aww. Like I would want to talk to you all the time and I would want to make sure we were seeing each other more often. And that is the one thing I really do want to see each other in person, which is a, which yeah. is an ulterior motive for the, uh, for the tour, because I really do want to see you more often. What was, there was one moment during the wedding when we were, it was either during the toast or during the actual <laughs> ceremony. And whoever said something said something that I knew would make you cry. <laughs> and I almost like turned to catch your eye. Oh, there was just weeping. There was just there was a lot of weeping, but yeah, you're right. No, but that's um it's really hard to maintain cross-country friendships and I have not just you but lots of long-distance friendships and the problem is is that the nice thing about us is that we check in every week. So we don't have to have that initial, when we see each other, we don't have to have that initial, oh, this is everything up, that's yeah. going on, catch up. Because yeah. the best thing is once you've already had that and now you're just together with each other, like the best thing is once you get over that initial cu- catch up. So that's really hard to do. And I'm I'm totally imperfect at it, um, but I'm, I'm trying to get better as discussed of becoming a friendship nerd. Um, yeah. It's important. You know, I mean, half the people, you know, the half the people I love and adore who were at that wedding live in LA. Really? Well, I mean, half, maybe yeah. not half. Yeah. But a, de- a a nice number of the people I feel closest to live far away. And it's, you know, it's, it, it, it can be frustrating because there isn't anything like you said, like just being able to start up where you last let off, which wasn't that long ago. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. This is a good one, I think. Okay. I'd love to hear your advice for how child-free women can remain friends with those who choose to have them. I'm 40, married, but no kids, and find that I'm growing apart with fr- apart from my friends who have had them. It's like we don't speak the same language anymore. You know, I'm going to say something, and this might be wrong, but I think it depends a lot on the friend. Uh, yeah. Because some people have children... And that becomes their entire life. And they're not, they don't understand that there are people sitting at the table who don't want to hear about private schools or test scores, nannies, or like breastfeeding. Yeah. And 
if, if, if those friends really, it, it, I think it makes me sad to think that the childless person is feeling it's something that they did because I think that parents do, you know, to varying degrees, yeah. like allow themselves to exist outside of their parental role, you know, or their parental persona. You know what I mean? I, I do. I do know what you mean. And absolutely. And it does depend on the relationship. What I would say is the first five years of motherhood are like, let's at least say the first three are just a cataclysm, right? They're just like, you, you, it's, I would say, give your friends a lot of grace in those first years. Like until those kids are in school, it is hard. It is so hard to think about anything else. I mean, literally even to have a conversation because the first couple of years of a child's life, they're just like trying to kill themselves. Like as soon as they get mobile, they're just trying to jump mm -hmm. off of things. So you can't really be present. I would say, try to give your friends some grace especially in those first couple of years, try to meet them where they are because understand that their lives are really like inconvenienced. Like having a child, it's just impossible to be present in friendships, especially those first couple of years. If you're working, you're really underwater, right? So yeah. if you want to maintain the friendship, meeting them a little bit where they are, having a little selflessness. Now, if it continues into when the child's more independent and needs you less, I think say something like, Hey, I really need to, I really need more of your time here. If you, uh, you know, I, I think that it's okay to express your needs, right? Or could we talk mm -hmm. about me for a minute here? Cause I really need to talk to you about what's going on with me and work, whatever it is. I, I think it's really hard. I remember when a friend of mine got pregnant and I had watched so many of my friends, I'd lost so many friends to motherhood. Because I think mm -hmm. in those first couple of years, you definitely lose friends to motherhood when that happens. And I remember really feeling a lot of grief when this person who was really close to me got pregnant. And it was so much grief that I could barely hide it from her. And she was so offended that I was so upset. And I was like, I'm just sad because I'm going to lose you. Yeah. And, I, and I did. I was right. Yeah. But it's just the way it is because it's just an unfortunate situation is that you just, you, you, your brain can't handle everything it needs to handle in those early years of motherhood, even if you want to, because it's just too yeah. much responsibility. You know, yeah, my friend, Michelle, um, who has a toddler and is pregnant mm -hmm. and I have a standing date, which we have gotten off the, we've, we've gotten a little bit off of it. But I go over there, she lives right near me. I go over there on Tuesday afternoons, you know, at around five or so, and yeah. we just sit on the floor with the kid. And it's not like it was when she and I used to just hang right. out and, you know, it, it's different. Yeah. But it's still like I get time with her. You know, I have, I have, you know, I have goals around how much I want her daughter to love me. Right. <laughs> so, so like that works out. It's not like it was, but like we still find, you know, she holds space for me and that's important. That's important. Right. And so meeting your friend where they are and understanding that it doesn't mean, this is just one period of time. This is temporary, right? Ne it could be temporary. It's not necessarily going to be depending on what the friendship is, but the friendships have some elasticity and they can change and grow and they can be different for a while, but that doesn't mean they're not as good. If that makes yep. sense. That does make sense. Um, okay. Oh, this is a funny one. When you say on the podcast, <laughs> and now a break for some ads, and there are no ads, just you two lovelies back again after two seconds, what is happening? I am curious. <laughs> well, 
We have to put an ad break in every show and because sometimes we have ads and sometimes we don't. And sometimes we have ads on the day that the show comes out and sometimes they, uh, they're they uh, placed into the show on like a Wednesday afterwards. So there has to be a moment where there is a there has to be a space for ads, whether or not we have them that week, because we just never know. And then also sometimes the ads will even come in the next week. So anyway, it's just a placeholder. It's a placeholder because um, they cycle different ads in during the week and during the month too. So that's all that is. But I'm sure it is weird when I'm like, and now a quick break for some ads and, <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> so it was very funny when you said it at the live episode. <laughs> Yeah. Um, should we read? Should we read some reviews? Or do you, you have another question you want to ask? Uh, no, I think we can read some reviews. Let's read some reviews. We have we have so many nice ones. We do. We really have not been getting many shitty ads. I mean, shitty um, reviews lately. So thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for writing the nice ones. And thank you for anyone who's feeling shitty for not writing it down. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> we appreciate it more than you know. Oh, totally. Okay, you go. Okay, this one is from Tara in Brooklyn. A plea for a live LA show, a LA live show. Longtime listener, first time caller. Kim and Jen, I sat on my sofa laughing enviously with everyone in attendance for the New York show. From Kimberly's sex and dating while over 50 stories to Eve's stage sage wisdom, this is my new favorite episode, which is high praise considering I've listened from the very beginning with Tally. Please bring the show to LA because I need this IRL. We're going to, I just need to figure out a venue. If anybody has a venue that they're like, yes, that would be perfect for everything is fine. Please tell me. So I, cause I would like, I'm, that I'm currently booking a venue for our LA show. Yes, please. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, okay. This is from Annette and it says, I am so happy. Everything is fine exists. It's the perfect 40 plus modern woman's podcast, honest discussion and insightful programming. Thanks ladies. Thanks Annette. Thank you. Okay. This one's from Brandettes. Delightfully salty and sweet. You two put together the most engaging, inclusive, informative, funny, inspiring, and entertaining episodes and somehow managed to do it weekly. Love, love, love. So nice. It's so nice. Do we just do this for our self-esteem? Maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe it could be. Um, all right. I'm going to read one more. Um, this is for, uh, I don't, I, I'm not smart enough to understand what this is. Uh, so let's just say CMPM, my favorite podcast. I've had a really rough year with almost all the women over 40 issues arising in the last 12 months between a dying parent and perimenopause this year has just been crap. I cannot emphasize how much hearing Kim and Jen talk honestly about a wide variety of serious and silly topics has helped me. This is so relevant. It's one of the few places that I really feel seen. Oh, yay. I love this podcast and I never miss it. These two women are so clever and funny and I really appreciate their work. Thank you so much. We appreciate you being here hundred percent. Yeah, so much. And thank you for leaving these reviews, everyone. It, it, it really, it helps people find the show and, and even more, it makes me and Jen feel better about ourselves. It really does. It really does. All right. Well, look, it's another show, Kim France. We did it. Look at that. Look at that. Thanks for listening to Everything is Fine. We are your hosts. I'm Jen Romolini. And I'm Kim France. If you like the show, like I said at the beginning of the, the episode, please join our Patreon at patreon.com backslash everything is fine. This supports the production of the show and it helps us keep the lights on. 
If you also want to support the show by giving us a five-star review, we read them on air often. Um, You could just go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're getting your podcasts. If you want to follow us on social media, we're on Instagram at EIF Podcast. We're on Facebook with a robust and private Facebook group. You can find us on Twitter. We're on LinkedIn. You can find Kim on her blog, girlsofacertainage.com. You can find me on tinyletter.com backslash Jennifer Romolini. The show is mixed and edited by the wonderful Natalie Rivera. Thank you again, Natalie. And we'll be back next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.